Hi, I'm Charles. I'm Christine. And, and we, we eat stuff. Hey, everybody. Christine Guthrie here. I am really, really excited to present to you my very first podcast interview with We Eat Stuff. This is with Rick Lewis of Southern. All right, you got any questions before we start? I don't think so. I cool. usually kind of just roll with stuff. Good. And, uh... Yeah, you seem pretty laid back. That's why I asked you. <laughs> That's cool. He came over a couple weeks ago and we chatted about stuff, about his past in St. Louis and what he's been doing at Southern, and especially about the Southern Fried Chicken Festival. So I hope you enjoy. Thanks a lot for listening. Hi, Rick. Hello. Thank you for coming over. I appreciate it for my introductory podcast here with We Eat Stuff. Yes, we'll we'll see what happens here. Um, you brought us something to drink. Yep, we what got some uh, Four Hands Incarnation. It's a lovely beer. Yes. Um, goes well with hot chicken. So, awesome. You know that was another reason for bringing it, and uh, they're also partnered up with us for the National Fried Chicken Day Festival. We're oh. getting together. Very good. We will talk about that in a minute, Perfect. but let's open some of this. This will be great. So you gotta get the uh, the whole crack thing going. Yeah, we do. Okay. Uh, there we go. Cheers. Awesome. Cheers, mate. Thanks for coming over. No problem. Mm. All right, so Rick, you have been in the industry in St. Louis for several years now, I'm guessing, right? Uh, pretty much, yeah. That's yeah. like all I've done, really. Okay. Is... Uh, so I started out, I was working like a construction for my father out of high school mm-hmm. and wasn't really sure what I wanted to do as far as college and things like that. And then um, wanted to move out of my parents' house because I didn't have a lot of direction. I was kind of a crazy child and mm-hmm. they were like, you need to get a job if you don't want to do construction and you want to move out, go get a job. And I always enjoyed cooking. I didn't really know mm-hmm. it was what I wanted to do with my life. But at that point, uh, you know, I, I just, it was the only thing I really knew how to do. So I, so I got a job in a bar and grill and kind of went from there. Mm-hmm. Now, are you from St. Louis? Yep, born and raised. Cool. So what are the various places in St. Louis you've worked? Uh, that's the other thing. My resume mm-hmm. is not really all that extensive. I kind of worked at every place mm-hmm. till I felt like, you know, I wasn't really learning as much or I wanted to try something new or whatever. So... I started out at Delaney's in South County, which is like right by my house now, actually. And then went on from Delaney's to LaRusso's. The beer's already kicking in there, a little bit of indigestion. Uh, so I had a buddy at, uh, that I knew. He was waiting tables at LaRusso's. He was like, Dude, you know, I work at this restaurant, LaRusso's. They got an actual chef. You know, it's a little bit nicer. Maybe you'll enjoy that. So I went there. I worked uh, I worked at Delaney's, I think, for like four years, three or four years. Mm-hmm. And then I worked at, uh, maybe it's two or three years. And then I worked at LaRusso's for about three or four years and kind of worked through all the stations there. I started out as a prep cook. Then went on to like a pantry cook or a garmage cook and then did uh, pasta and then saute and then grill. And then I headed up some catering for them. And then I left there to, I had another buddy that was waiting tables at another restaurant. And he told me that he had a friend that worked at this place called American Place. 
downtown and that's kind of how I got my job there I started uh calling down there and trying to get in touch with someone and actually Josh Galliano was the uh chef de cuisine there at the time and he was actually getting married and planning his wedding at the same time I was trying to get uh get a stage there so it was really hard to get in touch with him and uh Eventually got my stage, begged for the job, worked the whole day, mm-hmm. didn't really know a whole lot. There's all these terminology and things I didn't really know, you know, mm-hmm. and um, wound up getting my job there. At that point, I think I started going to culinary school. No, I started going to culinary school when I worked at LaRusso's. Mm-hmm. Because I want to get, like, my serve safe. And I had heard mm-hmm. that, you know, you might get paid a little more money if you have your serve safe, serve and things like that mm-hmm. and then went to American Place and then I started learning so much at American Place that I decided it was better to get paid to learn than it was to pay to learn For at sure. school mm-hmm. so so I quit going to culinary school at that point and started working more and same kind of story worked through all the stations there mm-hmm. uh, became pretty close with uh the chef and the sous chef, which is Josh Galliano and Chris Taroni, we're good buddies. And Josh left there to go to Monarch. I worked for American Place for about a year after Josh mm-hmm. went to Monarch. And then I went to Monarch a year later mm-hmm. and worked through the stations there and then became Josh's sous chef. Mm-hmm. And then from there went to Quincy Street. And yeah. The rest is kind of history. Yep. And so I guess now most people know you as the guy from Southern. Yeah. And that is about a year old. Yep. Right? June 24th will be a year. Awesome. So what inspired you to open that sort of place here in St. Louis? <clears throat> well, you know, I was working at Quincy and things were going really great there. And I started kind of creating a little bit of a name for myself and things like that. Mm-hmm. And it seemed like the right time to try to open up or do another restaurant. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, my in-laws were comfortable with the one restaurant and they didn't, you know, really seem like they want to do another one. And I just kept wanting to go along. So, uh, so at that point, you know, I was like, all right, I'm going to try to do another spot. Mm-hmm. So, I talked to, uh, I started looking at buildings and things like that on my own, and I spoke to Mike Emerson one day about some different locations, just kind of pick his head. We'd been friends for, you know, a while, mm-hmm. and he brought up the fact that the spot next to Pappy's was probably going to be coming up for lease, and mm-hmm. that they wanted to take the space, and they wanted enough, I uh, wanted to be partners in something with mm-hmm. them, and it literally was like, you know, hey, let's talk about this. And if we talk about it enough and, you know, wind up opening a restaurant, it'll be great. So that's kind of what happened from the point him and I talked to about like, you know, two or three months later, his mm-hmm. all took to really get, get Southern going. You know, we started talking about the idea, you know, we knew we wanted to keep it in that comfort food realm because that's what I was kind of, you know, that's kind of what I like to cook mm-hmm. and... We thought it would go well with the clientele of people that go into Pappy's. Mm-hmm. And uh, went from there. And from that point, you know, I went to Nashville and did a big tour day hot chicken and ate at all these <laughs> joints. 
and went to Memphis in May. Mm-hmm. And drove around with Skip Steel a whole lot and, you know, just kind of had fun and ate food and kind of started writing a menu and that's how the whole thing kind of came about. We we initially weren't sure if, uh, you know, we wanted to do this deli kind of thing or this chicken thing. So we kind of made a combination of the two and, you know, the people spoke. They wanted hot chicken. So that's why it started kind of. You know, we scaled back the menu thing and started mm-hmm. kind of really focusing on the uh, the chicken aspect of mm-hmm. stuff. Which, you know, it makes sense. You know, it's yeah. good. Nice. Yeah, it is very good. <laughs> we enjoy it a lot. So, uh, so we're... Uh, actually, just yesterday, online, there was a big announcement that you brought up. Yeah, so that's another, <laughs> another kind of one of those things where we just kind of started talking about something and then it happened. You mm-hmm. know, we... Uh, I don't want to say we fly by the seat of our pants, but we kind of talk about stuff and then we, we Sometimes that's on. the best way to do <laughs> And then we act on stuff and, yeah. and things like that. So I had an idea about, you know, well, I'd done an event with Strange Donuts for National uh, Donut Day. Mm-hmm. And I was like, man, like, I need to do a festival like this. Why isn't there a fried chicken festival in St. Louis? We got Q and the Lou. They got their donut day. You know, we've got, you know, St. Louis picnics, like Catholic picnics are huge in St. Louis. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's different events. The food truck Fridays are great, you know. Mm-hmm. And it just seemed natural that there would be like a, a fried chicken festival. So I'm actually, you know, a few beers in at the donut day event. I'm talking mm-hmm. to Steve Salas from Four Hands Brewery. <laughs> And I was like, dude, I'm, I'm thinking, you know, about this fried chicken festival thing. He's like, dude, you got to do that. He's mm-hmm. like, he's like, why isn't there already something like that? And he goes, you know, if you don't do it, someone's going to do it. So you should just do it. So I was like, all right, let's, let's start calling some friends and talking to everybody. And the whole idea behind the thing is it's not so much like it's an event that it's going to like, you know, I, th- I don't think... It's not vendor-focused as much as it's, like, Mm customer-focused. Like, you know, like, I'm asking everybody to kind of keep the price point low so that Mm -hmm. people can go around and sample everybody's tents. Like, the, the, you know, you could buy chicken by the piece or buy Mm -hmm. a side here, buy a side there. You know, you might be able to go to Bird and Barrel and get some nugs and then come over to us and get some hot chicken and then, mm-hmm. you know, go over to Gus's or Juniper or any of these folks. And, um, you know, Libertine's going to be there as well. Nice. And uh, we want to have this kind of county fair feel to it. Awesome. So, it, you know, we're going to do things like, I've been asking everybody also, like, their sides to do things that would be kind of reminiscent of a county fair. like. Mm-hmm. You know, we we're joking around about like pickles on a stick and sliced watermelon <laughs> and, you know, funnel cakes and different things like that. Nice. So, you know, it was kind of another one of those scenarios. We just started talking about it, talking about it. And then we sat down with everybody at Four Hands and kind of divvied up some responsibilities. And then I started calling restaurant, you know, friends. And mm-hmm. and now this thing's taking place and spoke to Cat Neville over at Feast and... Mm-hmm. You know, she was on board for it and spoke to some folks at St. Louis Magazine. And, you know, just, it's it's awesome in St. Louis. One of the beautiful things about St. Louis and the restaurant business here is it's not, 
where it is obviously like competitive a little bit it's not like that so much here it's like everybody right. has everybody's best interest kind of kind of at heart you know totally. everybody's friends mm-hmm. and everybody wants to see the whole industry grow you right. know so it's not cutthroat like it's yeah other yeah it's not cutthroat mm-hmm. so you see you know you get an idea and you start talking to these people and I, I considered all these folks like friends you know I've grown up either cooking with them mm-hmm. or we've all started businesses at the same time or you know and some of them are mentors and friends you know mm-hmm. And uh, so when you get an idea like this and you want to put it together, like, everybody's super supportive of it. So, awesome. You know, we just, hopefully we got a month to, to push it and hopefully yeah. a bunch of people show up. And then next year we'll have a whole year to uh, to plan for the thing. Totally. So, date and location for this? Yep. So, it's going to be at Four Hands Brewery mm-hmm. in the back lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's July 10th mm-hmm. between 12 and 5. So... You know, everybody that wants to go to church can go to church. Everybody that wants to sleep in can sleep in. And then go out, eat fried chicken, have some beers, and uh, and then still get home to make it to work the next day without awesome. <laughs> feeling too rough. Very good. So we'll have, uh, you know, some live music. We're talking, like, to some bluegrass bands. Nice. We're going to have Four Hands Pouring Beer. We're going to have, let's see, right now we've got Southern... Uh, Gus's, Burden Barrel, Juniper, Libertine, uh, Old Standard, like 99% sure, mm-hmm. and I don't have my list in front of me. I hope I'm not missing anybody. And then, of course, we got Strange Donuts is going to be doing like funnel cakes. Nice. Um, Burden, or not Burden Barrel, but uh, Ices is going to do like a collaboration ice cream with us, maybe like a hot ice cream with like a waffle cone kind of thing uh four hands is going to do a collaboration beer it's going to be like a peach sweet tea beer do some some uh kind of like county fair carnival-y type thing so Mm -hmm. it's very family friendly and things like that nice that sounds really Mm -hmm. solid that sounds awesome you know that's kind of what we're going for we'll have a tent set up uh, we'll have the the container bar set up. We'll have all the the chicken booths and and kind of go from there. That sounds really sweet. Very cool. Things gonna be awesome. Yeah, you know? sounds super fun. Things gonna be really cool. Yeah, so. very cool. Yeah, I mean, thanks for bringing something like that to St. Louis. Yeah, <laughs> people didn't know. They I mean, it, it seemed you know it seemed silly. It's like we yeah. why don't we have a fried chicken festival? And you know, we're trying to get everybody on board, like yeah. old and new. You nice. know, so good deal. So. Whoever you don't see there this year, hopefully we'll get them there next year. Very cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that sounds really fun. Um, well, I want to ask you just a couple yep. more random questions. Some about the food industry, some not. And they're going to be rapid-fire questions, but you can elaborate as All much good. as you want to. All right. So, Tell me if I start to talk too much, because no, sometimes you're fine. I ramble. You're great. So, when you think of the word success, who's the first person who comes to mind? Oh, boy. You know, I this is probably going to be not like an answer you're thinking of, but like when I think of success, I think of someone kind of like my father, honestly, mm-hmm. because he's been a huge like inspiration and role model to me throughout my life. And he came, he's a perfect example of someone that kind of came from nothing and made the best out of what he had to work with. You know, he, mm-hmm. he, uh, came from Puxico, Missouri, which is in the boot heel. His mom 
was uh, was a cotton picker, so she got paid a penny a pound to mm-hmm. pick cotton by hand. And they, you know, grew a garden and hunted for food. It wasn't like they were going to the grocery store. Mm -hmm. His father was pretty much non-existent growing up. Mm -hmm. And then they moved to North St. Louis. And, you know, he kind of grew up there. And he went from that to, you know, providing a really great life for me and my mother and my sister and everybody mm-hmm. so you know I, I consider him very successful he's done great things in his line of work and uh you know we never had to worry we went to private schools growing up never had to worry about uh you know food being on the table and, mm-hmm. and things like that and, and and I would consider that very successful you know if mm-hmm. you can come from from nothing and then you know raise a family and do a good job of what you do I think that's pretty successful Awesome. Very cool. Uh, what do you do when you're not at work? <laughs> when I'm not at work, I'm usually still thinking about work, but mm-hmm. trying to do it in a nicer setting. So <laughs> if I could spend every day down in my little river cabin, I would spend every day at my river cabin. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we hang out down there mm-hmm. during uh, hunting and fishing season, which is pretty much year-round. You can hunt mm-hmm. something or catch something. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm doing a lot of that. We grow a big garden at our house. Mm-hmm. I'm also obviously hanging out with my wonderful wife. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's pretty much what we do. You know, we like being outside a lot. Nice. Is and this cabin in Missouri? It is. Yeah. So that's part of what makes it great. It's only about 30 minutes away from our house. Mm-hmm. So nice. It's really easy to uh, to get there. And I just, I, I like being outside. You know, you spend so much of our life, like, indoors in a restaurant talking and interacting with folks and 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 things like that that it's kind of nice just to get out in Mm -hmm. the middle of nowhere and just kind of you know hear the silence if Mm -hmm. you will nice i agree um what is a special food memory you have from growing up uh probably you know like my mom the first well, you know, there's a couple different ones that come to mind, honestly. But, like, mm-hmm. growing up, the first thing, like, I was I was interested in cooking as a small, small child. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, like, my mom would cook breakfast, obviously, in the mornings. And, like, asking her to, like, teach me how to cook eggs. That was one of the first, like, real, real like, food memories growing up, I guess. And, uh, you know, going over to my grandma Kate's house was always interesting because... Like I said, she was pretty country, so, like, food there would consist of, you know, oh, some picked green beans from her garden, some raw onion, you know, whatever kind of random protein she had, mm-hmm. and and things like that. Those are probably, like, you know, my growing up kind of memories of, of food, if you will. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, what book or books have you gifted the most people? Uh cookbooks you know uh no particular one but like I coming up as a cook each time like I left the kitchen I would always either you know get the chef a, I would like get the chef or kitchen manager or whomever something so whether it was like a a knife or a book or a uh you know piece of charcuterie that we were making or something like that mm-hmm. and uh so I've given a lot of my cooks, like, 
books and knives and things like that. You know, mm-hmm. now I kind of acquire knives like it's going out of style. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, I usually pass it down. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jeff Lehman, who's mm-hmm. a uh, very awesome man, he uh, he has passed on to me the entire set of Art Culinaire uh, magazine slash books. Mm-hmm. So as I kind of make my way through those, I'll probably gift those back down to somebody and kind of keep it, mm-hmm. keep the whole circle going. Cool. Very cool. Okay. What purchase of $100 or less has most impacted your life lately? $100 or less. Let me think about this one. <laughs> I told you I would be random. Yeah, that's a random one. Yeah. There was something the other day that I was like, why haven't we bought something like this sooner? Mm-hmm. I wish my wife was here. She'd yeah. have the answer to that one in a heartbeat. <laughs> uh, man, I don't know. You don't know. Let me come back to okay, that Okay, we'll one. come back to that one. Uh, let's okay. see. All right, how old are you now? Uh, 32. I'll be 33 the 17th of this month. Okay, so you say up until you were about a graduate in high school, you were doing construction work? Yep. Yeah. What What advice would you give your, say, 18, 19-year-old self? Try not to party quite as much as I parted. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I you know, I don't regret a lot about my life, really, because I had a blast, and it's been great, and I feel like, you know, things have gone pretty well, and I've been really blessed throughout my life. But probably if there was one thing I could have told myself was, you know, hey, you know, focus maybe a little bit more, mm-hmm. you know, don't, you know, I guess your priorities just change as you get older, yeah, you know, we all so probably, probably something like that. Hey, you know, kind of, kind of, there's no need to, to do that. Just okay. kind of stay focused, <laughs> you know. Okay. That's probably the advice I would give myself. <laughs> I was, I was quite the wild man growing up. So, really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's probably worse people, and there's probably better people, but, you know. We, we all have our, have our things. Whoops. <laughs> it's okay. Um, let's see. What else? Oh, I know. What What's an interest or a hobby you have that people would never guess about you? Uh, I like art. Like, I like drawing yeah. and, and, and things like that. Creating do, art. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't, and painting. and. Mm-hmm and uh chalk and and things like that and i don't uh i don't do as much of it as i used to uh-huh. but i do you know my wife's still you know really into it and she uh she'll work on stuff in the basement sometimes i'll join her and i'll cool. I'll, I'll do some stuff but mm-hmm. i don't think a lot of people really know that about me but yeah mm-hmm. very nice yeah. okay all right and i like uh classical music a lot yeah that's another one good answer I know you're into it, you know. Uh, yeah, it's pretty much my bread and butter. Yeah. No, I don't get paid to take pictures of food. Yeah. Um, <laughs> unfortunately. Sorry, guys. Um, let's see. All right, I just have two questions left, and then we'll, we'll chat about things and wrap it up. Um, do, you, do you have any asks or requests for the people who are listening to us right now? Anything at all? Uh, the, I hope they all show up to this National Fried Chicken Day Festival mm-hmm. because I wanted to... Uh, I really want to take off. Awesome. You know? Sunday, July 10th. Yeah, Sunday, July 10th, uh, between 12 to 5. Because, mm-hmm. uh, like I said, I just it's going to be a great thing. Mm-hmm. People are excited about it. 
and we haven't we only got a month to really push it so yeah. hopefully hopefully it takes off really good very cool okay and then i guess just last thing is where uh can people find you online and in person uh so stlsouthern.com is our website mm-hmm. You know, Rick at stlsouthern.com is me, mm-hmm. and I'm usually at the restaurant during during lunchtime uh, yeah, hours. Pretty much all the time. And if I'm mm-hmm. not there, then I'm usually down at that River Shack. So, yeah. you know. But then you, you don't want to be bothered. Well, no, I, you know, I like having people down there. I like it. You yeah. Know. But uh, yeah, that's where I try to spend most of my time. Cool. And where is Southern located? For you know, maybe the yep. two people who haven't been there. <laughs> Thirty-one oh eight Olive Street, right mm-hmm. next door to Pappy's. In Midtown St. Louis. Very cool. Near Slew. Yep, near mm-hmm. Slew. Very cool. All right. Well, um, is there anything else you want to say before I'm going to turn this thing off? You know, thank everybody so much for, for all the support we've had since we opened Southern because it's, uh, it's been awesome. Totally. Very cool. Well, uh, all right. So we made it through this thing. Thanks for being my first interview. I just like this gadget. Oh, thank you. I don't think it, it probably was more than 100 bucks, but I bet that <laughs> thing was... You know. It works. Yeah, that's cool. Well, cool. Uh, Rick Lewis, thank, thanks for coming over. No, I thanks for it. having me. I'm yeah. glad I could do it. And we'll see you soon. Yep. Cool. Yeah. There we go. Awesome. Thank you so much for listening to my interview with Mr. Rick Lewis. Uh, I also really want to thank Rick for coming over, bringing the beer and the chicken. It was totally awesome. I had a great time. Tune in next Friday. We're going to release an interview with two people who came over, two people who are relatively new to the St. Louis drink scene. I think uh, you'll enjoy hearing about what they are doing. If you have um, feedback, good or bad, send us an email with the subject of podcast to weeatstuffstl at gmail.com. And if I don't see you or talk to you this week, um, I hope you will tune in next week. Bye-bye.